Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, Runaways? We're back for season two on AfterBuzz TV, the after show for Runaways on Hulu. So much to talk about. We got to catch up with Alex and the rest of the gang. Stay tuned because there's lots of drama in episodes one and two. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. Here we go, y'all. Okay, the soundtrack for Runaways. It is so amazing. Good. So good. It really sets the mood. It fills your, it fills your soul, guys. Oh I'm so happy. Like, guys, I've been waiting for almost a month to talk about this with you guys. <laughs> so let's get right to it. I am joined by this amazing panel of powerful, amazing runaways. Who might you guys be? Introduce yourselves. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Shay Jones. And I'm Megan Lynn. Oh, my gosh. And yes, I'm Ollie Drennan. So, oh, my gosh. Like I said, I'm so happy to be back. What are you, what do we have so much to talk about? Like, we gotta talk about, the cast is huge. We gotta talk about Gert, we gotta talk about Chase, Alex, Old Lace, the parents. So, what, do you, what are your guys' first initial thoughts on these two episodes? I'm excited to see some new the, relationships, buddy. <laughs> like, my, like, my face is like, there's so much I wanna say, and I just can't think, like, pick one thing I wanna say, cause there's so much in the first two episodes that mm. you fall in love with. Yeah. If this is how the tone is set, the rest of the season's mm-hmm. gonna be lit. Oh my gosh. You already know, because everything's set up. We have such great representation for the cast, the mm-hmm. characters. Runaways was in the early 2000s, and for that to have such an amazing, a diverse cast already, like, this this show's woke, okay? Let me just tell you. <laughs> um, so yes, guys, if you're joining us live in the chat, let us know your questions, your comments, everything that we might be missing. We love to keep the conversation going. We have a lot to talk about, and also... We have a very special giveaway to, to uh, that Shay is going to fill you in at the end of the episode. So you have to stay tuned because we have <laughs> multiple giveaways this season. So our first topic of the week, we got to talk about a boy, Alex, and, you know, what he's going on. He's, you know, friends with Buddy Buddy with Darius. So I think that in season one, it was kind of a disservice to Alex's character because we, I think that we didn't get to know him that much in season one. Um, but I think they did that purposely because Alex is kind of a questionable character. If you know the comics, he has a different fate as to as opposed to the rest of the Runaways. Mm-hmm. So what I want to know from you guys, what are your thoughts on Alex's journey so far? Um, I I like this. I really is just is really, I like this Alex, obviously because. He is still trying to find out who he is, like we all do when we're teenagers. We're still like, he, yeah. like they say he's the leader, but he is still trying to find out what being a leader means and how him leading is going to keep them safe from their parents. Mm-hmm. And that also means, you know, sometimes the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And he knows mm-hmm. that Darius and his dad don't get along. So he, he Darius, he hopes Darius is not going to rat him out mm-hmm. and he needs money. 
So yeah. who do you go? You go to your favorite yeah. drug dealer, you know? Yeah. Hi, Darius. Like, yeah, I feel like he's kind of like the quiet leader behind the scenes right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like he still might be living under his parent shadow because they're kind of both very bold, like strong mm-hmm. characters, and he's a little bit more reserved. But he's making money moves for the group. Yeah. <laughs> so and really I don't think they appreciate him enough. Like, he is supporting them. I know. I felt bad they're calling him a mole. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay. And I'm like, <laughs> questioning him. And Carolina, like, Carolina's just like, hmm. Yeah, and like back. <laughs> he just lost his girl Nico to Carolina, and like I really thought like I was like questioning Alex by the end of season one, but now mm-hmm. I'm seeing we're seeing like he's really trying his best to support the rest of the cast. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, maybe we can trust Alex. So I actually felt bad that how hard they were coming for him, and like even Chase, Chase always bullies Alex. I'm like, Chase, calm down, <laughs> calm down, go 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 talk to Gert, calm her down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's also nice to see Darius's character fleshed out as well. We think of him as this big old bad gangbanger, but he's an ordinary person at the end of the day behind the walls. The walls that Alex had to paint. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love true. that bit. He's trying to... Oh, my God. That bit was great. It was so good. That was so good. He was, like, ready to go, like, kill someone or something. He was like, yeah. I'm really afraid to, like, see what's behind this door. Because even I was a little afraid for Alex. I'm not going to front. But, I mean, it's true. Like, behind, you know, the gangbanger facade, like, he has a family to support. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day... His woman does wear the shoes in that relationship. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Especially when she's pregnant. Oh, girl. If you thought, Darius, if you thought you were running things today. Hey, Tamar, how you doing? I like the seafoam green, though. I'm no, not, not, that, no, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I, it's ugly. I think Alex has other things to worry about besides repainting right now. Well, you know, he has Livy to be worried about. Yeah. Livy. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's talk about Livy. What are your thoughts on Livy? Because obviously he's just got like kind of a, he's a little scorned from Nico, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But he's got this new love interest, Livy. Are we trusting her? Can we trust her? What do you guys think? I think she we can nice. trust her, but I don't think she knows what she's getting into. Mm. I think it's a double-edged sword, because only because of how episode two ended. So I don't know if she, she either she's in on it, or she's just, or she's just being like a little... Mm-hmm. Like being pulled by the strings by Tamar and Darius at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she knows enough, but not enough where it's like she is going to like be Alex's like demise. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Uh, real quick from the chat, I like this uh, quote from Nicholas Kelly. It says, "Darius is kind of like the true father. The boy learned more from him than his own damn lo- biological father." So it's kind of mm-hmm. like we're seeing Darius take on this fatherly role for Alex, whereas like opposed to you know um, Jeffrey, he's not being the father that he could be that Alex would look up to. Um, but before, oh, speaking of the Wilders, we learn that um, <laughs> Angel, Angel, sorry, Angel, Catherine, <laughs> there's so many names to memorize. Catherine and Jeffrey, they have their own agenda against the pride. You know, they have their meeting and they're like, okay, like she was like, I thought um, we were done with pride. And then our boy Jeffrey's like, we're, we're going to work around with them. So what do you think about their kind of own little... I love that he's like... She's like, we're assassins now. And he's like, always have been. We just have new targets. Yes. And I'm like, dang. So there's alliances forming now. Definitely. Within the Pride, which is going to be just a S-H-I-T show soon. Yeah. Um, really. And uh, they talk about them like not wanting to faction off and no more secrets. But I feel like we've set that boundary of no <laughs> more secrets so many times. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see those parallels between the kids and their parents, too. Mm-hmm, definitely, definitely. Well, that's enough about them. The Wilders. We talked a bunch about them. <laughs> Chat's like, move on. Next, Runaways. There's, guys, there's so much to talk about. It's ridiculous. Um, so why don't we get on to this amazing... 
fight scene in this was in episode two, I believe, because mm-hmm. the Pride versus the Runaways, our girl Tina killed Graciela. And Molly was just torn from this because that was her last, like, blood relative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- this led to the fight later on in episode two. What, what were your thoughts on this? Because I was waiting for a fight scene. That's what I wanted in season one, and we didn't get it. <laughs> well, we... Ish. 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 It was a flesh But out. season two is already lit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Cena, you didn't have to kill her, though. I just, like, couldn't you just say she choke? She made her choke. <laughs> like, couldn't you just say choke and then stop? And, like, then, you know, hit her with that little mind wipe. Like, you didn't have to kill her, though. Very true. Like, it was just, it was seriously some voodoo magic happening. Like, her cheeks were coming in. You saw that, like, that puff of breath. Why? She had to die. I think she's in it for the power now. Like, before I could see, like, the sweet parts of her, like, wanting to save her relationship and save her relationship with her daughter, too. But I feel like all bets are off with her now. Mm -hmm. And it's straight up about the power. And she really really wants it the pride means business this season maybe not the yorks stacy and dale they're a little like they graciela had a block <laughs> she was like trying to silence her on that she's like i can't i can't disrupt the neighbors <laughs> gotta put this on take out the yorks but i mean i in a way i love that you bring that up she she didn't have to kill her but at the same time tina was like nope we gotta eliminate her as soon as possible so but I- Graciela was a G. Like, come on. She was a straight up G. She's a Hernandez. Molly, like, you don't you don't mess with them. I loved her so much, and I really wanted to see that relationship with Molly develop a little bit more, and I'm sad that we didn't get to see that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's so much more of her background and her identity to be explored, yes. and that was, like, our one hope of figuring it out. I, I don't know. know how we're going to get that backstory for her now. Exactly, because we still don't know how Molly got her powers. We kind of got this idea that she got, like, the, the rocks that from... I think they're from space. Correct me if I'm wrong. Alien-ish. I'm, this shirt. I'm wearing a NASA shirt. That's all, <laughs> so I'm not an expert. I'm a fraud. Um, <laughs> like the pride. Um, but yeah, I, it, we're definitely seeing Molly take on this Avenger role now because mm-hmm. she's 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 a little she wants redemption for Graciela's death. And on one hand, I understand that, but on the hand, I'm just like Molly. Like you, you're talking about being together, and you're now everybody still is like it's almost like mirroring their parents in a way. Yeah. Whether they don't, whether they realize it or not, they're mirroring their parents. Mm-hmm. Not to say they're like they're evil because they do have good intentions, but the best laid plans least the road of hell, guys. Yeah. If you have not figured that out. Yeah. I want to see her grow emotionally and in that sort of strength and confidence, the way that she has come into this physical strength. Because mm-hmm. I feel like she doesn't quite have it right yet. But she's still the youngest, so like her emotion, like, and they're now they're runaways too. So I feel like she hasn't really had the chance to be in touch enough with her emotions mm-hmm. for it to grow enough. And she's not talking to Gert. She just wants to use yeah. her, her use her strength to solve the problem. But physical strength will only get you so far, as Tina has showed you, babe. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. I was going to say something. I forgot. But I, I love the scene, like, where Nico, she's a Wiccan, so she, she uh, did, they had their little yeah, Wiccan funeral. That, that was so sweet. Was All the homeless so people sweet. banded together. Mm-hmm. That was, like, that was such a touching moment. I want to touch on something Nas said, um, how she really loves Tina. Uh, she's her favorite, and I love seeing her soft side, but they frame her as this evil woman and, like, the worst of the pride when they're all supposed to be bad guys. Just... On one hand, I do agree with you what you're saying, but on the other hand, they're all different levels of bad and evil. Yeah. No one's ever going to be the same or at the same level as another yeah. person when it comes to bad deeds. 
So on the frame, like it's also it's playing on those different levels as well. That's Mm -hmm. what we're seeing: different levels of the parents, different levels of the kids, and how they're dealing with things. Evil, bad, good is all subjective. All you know, just very. I totally agree. I remember last season when Angel was here. Angel Parker, who plays Catherine, yeah, she said, um, "There's no, there's no villains in this show, yeah, except maybe Jonah." But yeah, but even Jonah, like you kind of like. Is we don't know him, so like, can we call him a villain? You know, so I don't know. We're gonna have to watch the rest of the yeah. season, y'all. I think it really dives into the nature versus nurture narrative, and unfortunately, yes. we don't know a lot of their backgrounds. But it's all these situational elements that are causing them to kind of change the power structure constantly. Because there's never just one person who's the leader with the parents or with the kids. It's constantly switching around. And I feel like it depends on what's at stake and who is at risk. And it's like right. everyone, I feel like, definitely has, like, a strong motivation from where they're coming from. And it's, like, just like you said, like, not everyone understands where they're coming from exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just hard. I feel like it's such a great show. There's so many great characters. Even sometimes I look at the, some of the runaways, and I'm like, some of the kids, I'm like, what are you thinking? <laughs> I'm rooting for the pride at this point with some of their actions. Well, I mean, again, they're still kids and they're, yeah. all, and they're, you know, they're teenagers. Teenagers who, you know, grew up wealthier than most. They had some pretty um, good upbringings. They had some great upbringings. So, but with walking a lot the of jungle, mommy and daddy issues. I mean, yeah, especially yeah, with everybody. Like Chase and Victor. You know. mm-hmm. I think it's funny uh, when they stole the dude's car and girl oh was just God. like pretty white privilege for the win. Guys, you this might. This show's woke. <laughs> it really is. And I'm sorry, guys, if you do not believe in white privilege. <laughs> Let it's me always know. like <laughs> the little remarks here and there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It shows you a little bit like, hey. Let's just have an argument. As well, give me the give me the keys to my yeah. Range Rover. Yeah. And this guy's completely not paying attention. He's on his phone. Yeah. And the other girl that was with him, she's looking at her nails or something. Mm-hmm. How do you know your car is not missing, lady? Where are probably, you in your head? They could probably buy another one. Let's let's. Face I mean, it. they could. But that's what I love. I just spit. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that's what I love about comics. Just because I feel like they're especially with Marvel, it's so heavy with social commentary, and I love that. We're being able to see the Runaways live action, have this social commentary, have the diversity of the cast, and just really bringing out so much, so much, uh, so many issues that are going on today. Even in 2019, we're still suffering from so much discrimination and whatnot. Um, but and the homeless and the homelessness yeah. of LA is it was I, and I love that about the season is really showing that part mm-hmm. of LA and that much need because yeah. the homeless situation in LA is ridiculous. Yeah. And like, especially if you're from LA and you're watching this and you see places in LA, you're just like, oh my god! Like, it's it's it means a little bit. I don't know. It's just like it means a lot more to you. I guess because so, yeah. you because you want you want to be able to, like you know, Carolyn said, fix the world that they broke. Mm-hmm. Because as like we always, that's why we you know we still procreate. We have kids because we want them to fix all the broken things that we have done as a community and as a united form of totally. a state. Mm-hmm. We want we Preach. want this world to be fixed. Preach. <laughs> this is why I listen. I listen to Shay for her advice. I do not listen to the Church of the Gaborim. Okay, I don't go to that church. Ten I mean, out of ten would not recommend that. <laughs> I actually Absolutely. would just be a Wiccan. I would choose to be Nico. Or if that. That's the case. Well, we have to talk about Nico's love interest, Carolina. She's kind of mm. c- coming to terms with who she is, um, and she wants to learn who where she comes from. Like she's. An alien, or is she? Um, mm-hmm. But she gets closer to Jonah, and we're kind of like, oh my gosh, is she going to be the mole? Like, I don't know what, what they're going to do with Carolina. She's getting closer to this antagonist that we're so accustomed to from season one. So, And she has to learn how to use her powers. It was so cool to see her 
lose the bracelet. And the bracelet's what shielded her from her true form. Mm -hmm. So, and also, Jonah is trying to resurrect... His family. No, he's... Well, he's trying to resurrect Victor Stein, too. Well, that, Mm -hmm. too, but mostly his family. So what do you think about Carolina and her relationship with Nico, which I totally ship? I like it. I, think I love it. I think it's adorable. Yes, interracial. Oh. Um, you know, for the win. I know you ship Alex and Nico. <laughs> I think they balance I, each actually, other out. I'm sorry. Too. Ajane, who plays uh, Livy, I'm down for that love. Yes, black love. Because they're a very beautiful couple. Mm, they you, are. you see them side to side, you're just like... <laughs> she gave him cornrows. Damn, you're going to have good kids. She gave and him the, the new look. Them cornrows are nice. She hooked him up. Those are some nice braids. I'm not mm-hmm. going to trip. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also nice to see, um, well, any more thoughts on Carolina and Nico? We talked enough about Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they need to really figure, I mean, besides just cementing who they are as a couple, because they're still going to be have their own bumps in the road, because obviously they're, they're living on in the mansion. road. <laughs> right. But I think they fr- need to figure out at their core, as long as they don't let this, like the situation tear them apart, the secrets tear them apart. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we're all good. Yeah. Because as long as I think they're going to be a very strong couple, mm-hmm. they just both need to figure out. Because I feel like now that if we're on episode two now, the fact that Nico has a staff, she might be turning yeah. slowly into Tina. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. worrisome. That, like I actually wrote that. Like after she got the staff of one, is the staff of one now turning her the way it turned yeah. Tina? So we're basically, like, it was brought up earlier, we're seeing Pride, or Pride kind of manifest into the Runaways as well. Right. And we're seeing, like, alliances kind of form, and people are holding secrets from each other. So it's, it's like, no, this is not what we want. We don't want to follow in the footsteps of the Pride at all. But unfortunately, sometimes we, not all the time, because it's, it's a choice, but sometimes we do end up manifesting our parents. Whether that's a good or mm. bad thing, time will only tell. Mm-hmm. Um, well... A shout out to Janet, our girl Janet, the mom of Chase. I love that we're getting spotlight for Janet because Janet yes. is a smart woman. Mm-hmm. People like discriminate against her because she was, quote unquote, just like a housewife. But no, she went to school. That's where she met Victor. And so it's nice to see her get like a bigger role this season because, um, not Victor, Jonah enlists the help of her this season in mm-hmm. order to figure out how the hell we're going to get Victor yeah, but, back. But in a patronizing way, like, thank you so much for bringing me the specs, but I don't need you to build it. That's true. But <laughs> I love that J- Janet's not no fool. Like, she's like, she knows, like, I can't really trust him, but I also want to get my husband back. So. No, she's definitely not. I'm so glad she did not get in that box. I was so worried that that was going to happen. Because mm-hmm. people yeah. like like to write her off as totally expendable, and I don't agree with that at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's also something they do with people who have been, like, in domestic violence situations, especially the wife. She is a victim. Even though I think that also just makes her the more stronger person. Because she has dealt with that pain mm-hmm. for however long, she, you know, that couple has been in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on Janet. She is no, strong don't. as a day is long. And she wants her husband and she wants her son. Those mm-hmm. are the two things that are most important to her over anything. Absolutely. And she's really been, like, the motivating factor behind Chase even wanting to pursue a relationship with yeah. his father despite the constant violence, yeah. emotionally and sometimes mm-hmm. physical from him. Yeah. Because I feel like she knows that a son will need his father. Just yeah. like, you know, with Alex and Darius a little bit. Yeah, and I know Janet did shoot Victor, but Victor was crazy. He was and it was self-defense. Like, exactly. How many times are they going to bring that up? Okay, I shot my husband because he almost killed my son. Which one did you want me to like let go? I'm sorry to tell you that. Mm-hmm. I have, I really have an issue with that brought up. Mm-hmm. 
he's about to kill my son, the one that came out of yeah. him. I brought to life. Yeah, I'm not letting that happen. You all need to sit down. I want her to snap on them. Yeah, I think Janet's one of the most trustworthy members of Pride. Like, I don't see, like, her as bad as some of the other people. Tina, I'm looking at you. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no but, like, I definitely see, like, she has such, she's so, such, a, such a forgiving character, too. Like, no matter what, she just wants her family back. Even Victor, even in his state, like, of being abusive in the past, she just wants everything... She wants that person she fell in love with the back. Yeah. And I think you see a lot of her qualities in Chase, too. Yeah. Like, how he's always kind of, like, taking care of everyone else and putting out fires. Or -hmm. starting songs. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, like, a metaphor, but also... Also, literally. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And they finally got, you know, they finally got the gauntlets back, so yay, Olay's come through. Oh, I got a shout out to Olay's because I'm so happy that we're going to see Olay's more this season, you know, because Olay's is with them. You can't hide the dinosaur. Okay, you can hide the dinosaur. Because it's it's a puppet. That's a puppet. Well, it's like a combination of... um, Six human beings and a puppet. Yeah, and sometimes it is uh, CGI, but like it's so cool that we're also still giving love to practical effects in the in the show mm-hmm. too so that's awesome she's the goat 100 <laughs> percent. like she always jumps in at like a moment's notice <laughs> i mean all girl gotta do is like come growl oh come on psychic so just blow that whistle <laughs> oh my gosh well let's talk well speaking of gert and chase let's talk about them and old lace we gotta show some love, more love to old lace because she's the star of this the show let's be real um, so what are you guys' thoughts on Gert's and Chase relationship? I'm so happy. I was just like, Gert, I need Making you to get it. I need you to get over. I obviously you run, I you know, you saw somebody did, you ran away. I understand, babe. But you do have feelings for this dude. You've had him for like probably more than a couple years. So when the opportunity presents itself, don't snap at the dude. Yeah. But I get it because you're you're hurt and you don't know, you know, what we are and how it's gonna really affect me. Maybe he doesn't like me as much as I like him and I don't want to be the first one to say, oh, hey, I like you. Because mm-hmm. obviously we all we all have a fear of rejection. And they, But I still have to be on the run with you, too. Yeah. Yeah. After so, being so vulnerable with Chase, too, I didn't see her making that first move to figure out what are we, what is the mm-hmm. status. So I really liked that he kind of stripped off the athletic jock mask he's been <laughs> hiding under a lot even though he's no longer like rolling with that crowd i feel like he's still been hiding under that but i like that he showed some vulnerability and made that move towards her mm-hmm. I, I, I really do like that chase because chase and gert are they're very well matched and i think it really had to be him like hey like Cause they're opposites you know they get tracked mm-hmm. yeah but it's also just like hey i need you to tell me what's going on because you're mm-hmm. snapping at me for no reason now mm-hmm. like it's only two of us so you can talk to me at this point yeah like am i doing something wrong why do you hate me i'm sorry we <laughs> well, you know did that do in the season you know season one they did the deed they <laughs> did the dirty whatever i said did the do but did you know i was trying to keep it classy for you oh, two, no. okay no no they definitely <laughs> check they check each other though it checks and balances with mm-hmm. them yeah yeah and it's cool to finally make it official like you guys brought up and it's in episode two um we saw them work together and when they had to restore the lights the power to the the hostel that I mean, they're now living in. I mean, it was mostly Gert, but, you know, we'll take it. But it was so cool. Like, <laughs> that was such a beautiful moment. It really was. She let him have it, too. She was just like, yeah, babe, you had it. You you're, you distracted them. It was right on time. And I also <laughs> love that Chase, you know, he is, like, known as a jock, but he's actually really smart as well. Like, don't forget, don't sleep on Chase. We can't sleep on any of these characters, let's be real. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I'm also, I'm excited to see more of Gert's, uh, tele, not telepath, telepathic connection to, um, old lace too mm-hmm. and seeing her we saw her command lace when the uh, workers were coming into the hostel and she was like come 
go. Growl. That was so cool. And I want to see Old Lace just fight some people. <laughs> I want a little more background on that, too, and how that happened. Because her parents seemed very surprised when they first walked in on all yeah. of them. And they're like, that's interesting. Like, she, she responds to you? Yeah. How do you have, like, how does it scientifically, how do you have a telepathic connection to a dinosaur? I'd love to know. Because I feel like her, Old Lace's vent was either in her room or Molly's room. When mm-hmm. I guess she was seeing to Molly. Yeah. She heard it. Oh. So that was like, in a way that was bonding. Like, that's her mom. Like, in a way, dinosaurs yeah. used to, That was you know, the voice she heard. Yeah. Oh, so she so could sweet. always consider like, oh, this might be my mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, okay, well, my mom says goals, attack, got you. Well, I'm just worried for Gerd, honestly, because she needs her medication. She's medicationless, if that's a word. Um, and she's just freaking out like we brought up earlier. And I just don't want this to go in like a bad route. Like I'm worried. I don't know. Are you guys worried at all? I actually, I think this is a perfect way for her to deal with it. Because I also think Chase helps her with that in the same way. He's able to, you know, bring her down, calm her down. Mm-hmm. And so she can really talk it through. Because I think that's also a problem. She's really anxiety up. She just, she lashes out instead of actually listening. And so mm-hmm. Chase actually gets her to listen. Because they can fight it out. But he like he can reach in there. And get in her enough to calm, and she can, you know, take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's actually might be good for her to figure out how to be without the meds. Yeah. And see who she He's is like, as a person without he is, it. Chase is going to be like her anti drug kind mm-hmm. of. Yes. Yeah. I think Gert has a lot of clutches in life. I think a big one is being a social justice advocate. Mm-hmm. Like being an advocate for others helps her to take on their causes so she yeah. doesn't have to worry about what's yeah. going on inside herself, Absolutely. inside her family, inside her home. Yeah, definitely. And also, she is a social justice warrior. However, she's, like the rest of the runaways, hasn't like uh, been through a whole lot. And now that they're thrown into the fire, they're seeing all these issues. They're seeing the homeless. They're seeing a dead body. She's th- That also just throws more fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. But she's like, oh my gosh, like I stand for so much, but this is me actually trying to do something help people and it's like scary you know so this is something completely new to her so mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be really interesting and i hope nothing bad happens to my gert my gertie um, <laughs> shout out to the chat Sebra said yeah the telepathic thing makes no sense in the comics her parents put the link there to protect her i remember that but in the show it's just by accident so that's kind of like interesting but i think i like what you said shay that maybe it was her singing that was that brought off the connection somehow mm. yeah yeah and he also said maybe she could live without the meds or maybe she actually needs them to be balanced. I think the only way you truly know who you are as a person, because you've used the meds so much as a crutch, is mm-hmm. to take yourself cold turkey off the meds. Yeah. Because meds usually just block things. Yeah. And now that she's experienced everything, like you said, it's, it's becoming a whole new world. And I feel like this is going to be what's great for her. She has to figure out... How to not block things out. I mean, blocking things out is good because we, we do it as teenagers. Sometimes we do it as adults, too. That's how we get through the day. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. you can't block things out anymore. But it can also be dangerous to take yourself off of mental health medications because you're not supposed to unless you're weaned off of them. And what if she has to go to the doctor? Like, how yeah. is that going to work? That's why I'm worried. I feel like at least one of these characters is going to have to get in some sort of medical emergency where they need to go to a doctor. What's going to happen then? Mm-hmm, definitely. Go to veterinary clinic. Shay's like, um, Gert's gonna be fine. <laughs> Over here, me and Megan are just like, oh god, what's gonna happen to Gert? I'm worried. I like, to play, I like to play devil's advocate. Okay, I like to see the other side of things, and I, I really believe this will be good for her. I really do. Okay. Because sometimes I think we put kids on medication to suppress like, things, to mm-hmm. suppress things, or too soon mm-hmm. before you actually figure out what's the root problem. Mm-hmm. 
because it's easier for you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like once we figure out what Gert's root problem is and mm-hmm. why she has this much anxiety and things that she needs to block everything out, it'll help her in a very more fundamental way than the mess that she was taking ever did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll have to wait and see. Any more before we move on to our special segment of the week? Any more thoughts about the characters we missed? We didn't really talk about our girl Nico. I mean, yeah, I still want to get into that fight real quick. Because <laughs> Tina, us... Tina oh came to play today, guys. Tina took on... <laughs> How did we skim over this? Tina took on three of the runaways. Molly and Carolina. Those are the powerhouses. And Nico. Three of the strongest. They're the strongest. Let's be I'm saying it. They're the strongest. Top three of the runaways. And she took them all out. She froze the... How are we going to freeze your own pool? Like, poor Molly. I know. Just like, I legit, I'm like, you're really going to kill Molly, Tina? That's what we're doing today? I was like bummed with Carolina. I feel like Carolina held back. I'm like, no. Use your, use your light powers. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Well, she's you know? still trying to harness that. This is true. Thing. Yeah. That's true. Mm, Carolina's a little suspect for me now. Like, I, like we, so? we all want to gang up on Alex. Is. I want to suspect Carolina today. <laughs> I will be the long holdout on that, okay? And everybody can fight me on it. I'm ready for that. Well, no, stuff, I, think, I think she's just <laughs> hidden behind the church for a really long time. And that was a huge part of her identity and realizing that, oh, maybe this isn't such a good thing. That's yeah. a lot to grapple with. And now she has all those newfound powers that she doesn't know where they yeah. came from. I think she's dealing with a lot of identity issues. And she's really coming from a place of fear as strong as she might have yeah, seen before. Definitely. She's going through this new self-discovery of herself and also her sexuality as well. Feeling mm-hmm. like this alien. Feeling that you have to hide yourself. And like I think now she's getting, especially getting advice and help from Jonah. I think she's really coming into who she is and who she wants to be. I hope. She's not, but Shay over here is not buying anything we're selling today. That's totally fine. No, look, let me explain. I am listening. I am taking everything you're saying to heart. Has it changed my opinion? We will find out. I love as the episodes go by. I love it. No, I'm so excited to talk about. Like I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm taking it in. I'm you know processing it. Um, But. I, I felt bad for Robert a little bit because he, he mm. it's not just like him being the emotional cop like Nico called him. He does truly love his daughter. Yeah. He does want them to be a family. And Tina at the same time, she does love her daughter. But I'm like, girl, she is your daughter. So sometimes she, 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 that, she that means she's not like Amy, mm-hmm. which means she has your same stubbornness, hard headedness. Mm. That just means you're well matched. So mm-hmm. when you give her an ultimatum like that, what did you think she was going to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you really think she was going to choose to stay after you almost killed Molly? You almost killed her girlfriend. Oh, I'm just going to stay here and be a happy family today. Yeah. That's Definitely. what we're going to do. Nico was like, uh, given the choice, should I stay, not get the staff, or should I leave and get the staff? But that shows a lot in Tina's character. She wanted, she gave that staff not to, uh, be defeated by Nico, but she gave that staff to Nico to protect her. The staff mm-hmm. of one, so that showed a lot in Tina's character, and she that was. Cr- but there cr- was a better way to do it. That's I just I think I just wanted to state that for Tina. Okay. Like, there was a better way to give up the thing that you felt the most powerful with to your to your daughter to your flesh and blood that you love, and still having a way to say that. Be careful what this power is going to do you because it did it to me. Like a little, mm-hmm. just a pre warning. Well, we got to get that backstory for Tina. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, shout out to the chat. Where are you? I totally saw you. Oh, so chill says, I so want to know Tina's backstory since I don't read the comics. I think it would be interesting. I will say that a lot of the characters in the comics, the parents especially, 
their backstories aren't really fleshed out because Brian K. Vaughn, when he wrote the series, he was afraid that it was going to get canceled. So he it, it goes by really <laughs> fast. Mm. But I love that Brian K. Vaughn is involved in the series because he gets to now finally have the opportunity to flesh out his character. So shout out the chat. Um, I will say for Robert, we kind of forget about Robert sometimes, but I love what you said about him because he was willing to put his life on the line to protect his family. Remember that? In the mm-hmm. box? He was like, I'll go yeah. in the box. And so we can't forget about him. And I definitely think he's another trustworthy Pride member who wants to... He doesn't want to kill anyone, you know? So yeah. He just wants his family or the, like, the family he has loved. But he also told us something interesting about Tina, though, too. You gave a volatile 16-year-old the staff that made you who you were today. Did you think that was smart? Maybe she... <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was... What do you guys think in the chat, in the comments? Let us know. Keep the discussion going. What were you saying, Megan? I was really mad at Robert after he had an affair, but showing that sort of, like, sacrificial love and willing to, like, give it all up for his family and for the people he loves, that kind of gave me a new respect for him. And I'd like to see him kind of wear the pants more in that relationship. Because <laughs> he's really not right now, and I feel like he could be a voice of reason. Yeah. And I'm not saying him and Janet cheating together was the right thing to do. However, I do understand it. Yeah. Because both their, both their significant others, very strong, in-your-face people, and, you know, they're more, you know, the quiet type... But they also just want to run over you. So mm-hmm. when you're getting run over for however many years you've been married, you might, yeah, I, I can understand why you went for the next sweet, innocent Janet over there and sweet, innocent Robert over here. But I legit, I just need y'all to put up your, your pants on, tell your significant others what's going to happen today. Like, I legit want a whole flip for their, like them and then character-wise. <laughs> I legit need a flip for them. Yeah. I'm just like looking at the chat because they're like, you guys forgot that they murdered 16 runaways. And I'm like, we didn't forget anything. We're guys. also very forgiving. <laughs> yeah. um, we try I to see the good like, in everything, you know? And, and also, because just like, you know, Angel said, there are no villains. And when you think of it in that way, because we as, you know, kids and we are just as an audience watching this amazing show, we are, you know, in loving superhero movies. We are to see villains and heroes. But sometimes a villain's not exactly a villain. And you also have to see that, too, at the same time. Mm-hmm. No one's, unless you're Thanos. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just really have to throw that out there. Um, but unless you're truly, no one's truly just all evil. They're all layers to people and individuals, mm-hmm. and once you kind of see that, it makes you, at least it makes now for me harder to just villainize a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It makes absolutely. it harder for me as a person think, and as a viewer. Yeah, and I think we just kind of have to reevaluate kind of that antagonistic role and kind of like that villain role, too. Because looking at the villain, you can kind of like argue the antagonist or the protagonist is kind of like the villain of the antagonist. Well, we're getting deep here, guys. Unfortunately, (laughs) we're going to have to start wrapping up. But before we wrap up with our predictions, our special giveaway, we have to get to our special segment of the week. So (laughs) let's get right to it, where we go delve into the comic books and bring out a character or something in the comics that we see translated to live-action form. So this week, we're going to be talking about the hostel that the Runaways are in. Um, Okay, that's really cool, but there was a difference in this uh, particular... um, 
adaptation with the hostel. It used to be under the Brea Tar Pits in the comic books. But we couldn't do that, uh, probably for production reasons. <laughs> so now it's actually in the Griffith Observatory near there, near that area. In the area. hills, yeah. They're out in the really hills. Cool. It's pretty bougie yeah. up there. And do you in, see a, the, in a that, hidden mansion. Like, hell, I just need to know where this mansion came from. No, I want to know the backstory for yeah, that. Yeah, it's funny sure. because it's kind of like matter of fact in the show, but in the comic books, when it was under the Brea Tar Pits, that was actually, you'll see, if you look closely, you can kind of see the pride in their portrait. It belonged to the pride. It's an old, it used to be wow. an old hideout. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't know if they, I don't think they, it's the pride at all, because I feel like they would know, like, if someone was there. You know? <laughs> so it's just kind of an underground mansion in the show. But yeah, I wanted to shout out to the hostel. But yeah, thanks for, what do you guys think about the hostel? I'm just trying to, you found a mansion, no, a deserted one with a sweet. The Rolls Royce. Oh my gosh, a sweet classic car. Yeah. I just want to drive. You have to, you drive on the yeah. right side. Like, it's, come on, like, I'm, I was with Chase on this one. I'm super excited. I found a Rolls Royce. Just like in mint condition. Free, free. And Chase is just like, oh. no, I feel like there's gonna be like a lull in the drama at some point, and we're gonna get like a classic sequencing of them really like cleaning up the place and making <laughs> yes. it look nice. And I'm totally here for that. I'm glad that they got power on. However, you need running water. Like, I need to go to the bathroom. I need to <laughs> I'm sitting good here hygiene. wondering the last time they showered. Me because too. for the most part, they look pretty good together, put together. And when they turn the lights on, they're like, look at us. And I'm like, yes. And then, like, they're <laughs> Carolina's skin. Glowing. I mean, Molly's hair is always gray. Carolina's cool. Nico's makeup yeah. is always beat, you know? Like, I'm just yeah. like, I was like, when did you have the time to put on that much eyeliner? You've been, like, running for a week. <laughs> I mean, I will say Carolina's skin has gotten a little darker. So, you know, it's kind of showing because she's the palest. Like, she's next to Nico. She's, like, the palest. Mm. Palest? What's the word? Pale. Pale white person. <laughs> the most pale. I cannot say palest. I'm saying pale, pale white person of the show. There mm. it is because it really was not working, guys. I tried my best. <laughs> um, But on to the giveaway. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, we are also going to, you know, get some more guests in. So we're going to be giving a special guest this. This is a mint condition comic book courtesy of Ollie over here. Yeah, The good guy, we'll, Young. Yeah, we got a cover of Gert and our girl Old Lace up Old in Lace. there. It's uh, numbers 13 through 18, if I'm correct. That's it's... kind of like the, the end of the first run of Brian K. Vaughn's Runaways. So, mm-hmm. And like you said, we might have some special guests that can sign it. And that's, that's the grand prize, but we also have some other prizes, so there'll be multiple winners. So what do we have to do to win that prize, Shay? So guys, to win, we're going to give you two chances. One, leave a comment on, under each YouTube video. I will put everything in a hat. And we're gonna like, and we're just gonna pick. That's how we're gonna pick it, like we mm-hmm. did from the first season. And also, if you are listening to us right now on iTunes, give us five stars, leave a review, tell us how much you love the show because we know you do mm-hmm. if you're listening because we love it mm-hmm. as well. And we're so excited for this season. So we're gonna get, try to get so many guests in here for you guys to give you more prizes and more chances to win. Yes, definitely. So hopefully, at least most of you will be a winner. After, yeah. you know, the season is. But it's like, <laughs> it's so easy to do, guys. It's free. And you're going to get this awesome prize, possibly, and maybe another prize. It's just, you just got to leave that five-star review in the comments or on iTunes, whatever you can. And you can use, use like, a four or a three, but you won't be eligible. You got to yeah. get that five-star. I, I only do a five. Yeah. <laughs> There's no I'm reason not to ask <laughs> No reason. We're five-star chicks here. Five-star <laughs> like song. We're five-star runaways. We're so, five-star runaways. Yeah, I love that. We're wrapping up now, so we have to get to predictions and what's going to happen. So, and now, here we go. You're after Buzz TV. 
predictions. Okay. Chat, commenters, let us know your predictions. But I gotta ask my panel of runaways, what do you guys <laughs> think is gonna happen? I think we're gonna see Carolina and Jonah's relationship evolve yes. a little bit. And I'm kind of sensing that I might even be able to empathize with Jonah, which okay. is a scary thought. <laughs> I know we're bit. already empathizing with the pride here who killed how many people, which was kind of Jonah's fault. It's fine. But like even that one little fatherly moment they had when like the earthquake started and they were on top of the hill and he grabbed her and held her. Yeah. I was kind of like Aw, like, this is your <laughs> fault, but also, aw, that's sweet. So, I don't know. I feel like it'd be interesting to kind of see his backstory, and I'm curious about this family of theirs we're going to get to meet. What's in that hole? Like, what's under that hole? Besides Shay, the huge truck. <laughs> a, giant, a giant truck. Um, for me, I want to see where Livy's and Alex's relationship goes, mm-hmm. because I really want to figure out how much of Darius and Tamar are either using her or... Not using her in a way to, mm-hmm. you know, bring Alex in because whatever deal he's going to make with Jeffrey is not going to end well. Mm-hmm. Most likely for Darius. Oh. Um, so I am just going to be stunned if I am, you know, proven wrong today. Yeah. I'm, things aren't looking good for Darius because I remember uh, Jeffrey and the Wilders, they said, like, we're going to have to frame someone. Like, yeah. so I'm like someone who's already guilty. So I'm like... Uh, Darius did some time already, so they're probably gonna, like, frame them. And Catherine, she got the connections. She's a lawyer. Like, uh, uh, they run that city, so I'm just like, oh boy, Darius. <laughs> um, I think the comp- the show is gonna follow suit of the, the mole theory. So I think there is a traitor in the Runaways, but I don't know, like, if they're gonna continue this exactly the same way they did in the comics. So you're going to say something? Oh, I was going to say, and I also want to predict Janet's going to come in for that win. Either she's going to build the box herself to prove she can do it okay. when she's just as smart as her husband. Um, or miraculously, Victor is going to figure out a way to do it from his mind. Mm, you know, right. But does that mean there's going to be another sacrifice? Oh, I'm not ready no for that. Sacrifices. No more, please. <laughs> We've forgiven them. We're tired of innocent people dying, okay? Yeah. R.I.P. Destiny and the other 16, 12... Wow, 16 runaways that yeah. died oh, because of the Gibberum. 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 My bad. Gibberum. Any more thoughts before we leave, y'all? Um, I just want to say thank you to the chat, everybody who's in here. Yeah, Sebras, Nicholas Kelly, Delerick Simpson, Ivan, Nas, Sochil4, um, Renji, you're awesome. Yes. Ron Underwood, last year's winner, I believe. Oh. Um... All and right. everybody else I might be missing because there's a lot of you in here. We so appreciate all your theories. Oh, yeah, definitely. And if, if I'm missing out anyway, just, you know, yeah, if, put, pick some new. And if you didn't tune in live, <laughs> keep the discussion going. Oh, Ghost8386. Tweet at us. Mm-hmm. Leave us a comment. Send us something. Remember to do that giveaway. Give us that five-star review. Well, Runaways, we got to wrap up. But where can we find you on social media? Hey guys, you can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And tomorrow, you can find me in this one right here on Good Trouble at eight o'clock. Yes, yes, and you can find me at Megan Lynn TV. Hit me up. I love talking about this show. I want to hear your theories. Yes, me too. We're also have, we, we also have we also have a fourth uh, runaway. Mina Mina makes magic. Follow her on all social media. So uh, show her some love. She will be joining us tomorrow because this season we're doing uh, two episodes in after show. 
and we're doing it every Monday and Tuesday at 6 p.m. L.A. time. Uh, until then, I'm your host, Ollie Drennan. Love you guys. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Our Bye, founder, guys. Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.